Did you know Baldur's Gate 3 has over 174 hours of cutscenes included in the gameplay? You're listening to the Xbox Hub podcast, the official podcast of the xboxhub.com. For the latest Xbox news, reviews, videos and opinions, make sure you visit the xboxhub.com. But for now, settle down, get comfy and open your ears to some podcast delights. Hello, welcome to the Xbox Hub official podcast, episode 184. My name is Gareth Briney. I'm going to be your host. And on my virtual left is Mr. Neil Watson. How are you doing, Neil? That's me again. Yeah, I'm good. How are you? Very good. Very. I've got colds. I'm a bit moody. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's cold. Yeah. Darkness. I'm with you. I'm yeah. With you. But we're, we're, we're happy today. We're all together. I may cough and splutter through this as well. Yeah, there you go. And on my virtual right is Mr. Paul Renshaw. How are you doing, Paul? Hello, Gareth. I'm uh, I'm doing all right, thank you. No colds or anything to report here because I have a proper immune system. Um, <laughs> I'm just finding it really hard to believe that this is episode 184. Mm-hmm. That's like 183 hours of waffle and nonsense out there on the internet. <laughs> and the worst thing about it, I've done all of those. That makes it even well, that's, worse. That's, that's where the waffle and nonsense <laughs> comes from, largely. I had a year off. You had a year off. I'm all right. Yeah. Um, and my virtual opposite is Mr. Darren Edwards on holiday. How are you doing, Darren? Hello. Yeah. Um, it's quite warm in here because the heating's on, but not actually away. Um, but yeah, having a nice week. I'm free of colds and flu for the time being, which is quite nice because it's been going round. So long may it continue. Good. Um, let's talk about our weeks before we go into games. Um, Neil, what have you been doing this week? Um, I just had some nice sausages. Me and Darren have had a conversation today about sausages, so I'd like to, your, like to get your opinion on this. Um, <laughs> butcher's sausages or hot dogs out of a tin? Which would you prefer? Me? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Are you asking the vegetarian? <laughs> I'm, I'm asking everybody. <laughs> I thought Darren. I thought it was for Darren. I thought we were waiting for that. I thought Darren hung up. Well, no, I've, I've already I mean, got Darren's. It's misleading because A, they weren't out of a tin, uh, they were from the fridge, and B, I just had them. I wasn't saying that I was choosing them over butcher's sausages. Um, I would happily have those, as I'm sure you're all aware. So. Okay. I, I think you protest too much, Daz. We all know that you're a cheap and nasty hot dog type of guy. Well, that is slander, and I'll be talking <laughs> to HR after the podcast. <laughs> Idle, actually, I think. I, I am just here. <laughs> Um, but no, other than that, sorry, sorry. Um, other than that, uh, just the usual week, working, went to football, uh, realised I didn't want Saints to get promoted and go back to the Premier League and bother with VAR, <laughs> but I don't really know what I want us to do if we don't get promoted, because I don't want to stay in that league anymore, <laughs> maybe just get rid of VAR in the Prem, that would be the best way of doing oh, it. Good. I found but, something uh, out yeah. about Saints, Neil, did you know? Oh yeah. Yeah. Rishi Sunak is an avid Southampton Never. fan, apparently. Never. Uh, he knows all the all the stats about it. Definitely, yeah. isn't, you know, just jumping on the bandwagon. So I didn't know that. Oh, he, I um, he'd be your favourite now. Yeah, well, he was my favourite anyway, but uh, oh, right. other than Boris, obviously. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> no, he waved at me at St Mary's. Um, Did he? Uh, three, three months ago, yeah. <laughs> yeah. At me. It was at me. You? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, was, I was literally within two yards of him. Uh, yeah. He'd be working at the bar soon. <laughs> he may be this time next year. <laughs> uh, um, Paul, what about your week? Hello. What have you been doing? Uh, my week's been full of excitement. Um, I have spent a large portion of it travelling the south of England. I've been to Essex and I've been to Kent and I've been to Bournemouth. Um when I was and, on and my, Lindhurst. And Lindhurst, which is quite a nice little place, actually. I met I was accosted by this strange fellow with his little dog. Um yeah. he made me take him for a coffee. But um nice chair, Yeah, it was all right, wasn't it? Um nice and comfy. The dog was friendly, the the fella less so, but you know. Um and then today I've been to the hospital for the latest of my diabetic eye check things. 
<laughs> so they're just sort of coming back to normal now because they put these drops in that dilate your pupils and you can just see everything in the world. Um, so, yeah, it's fantastic. That was episode 151, if anyone wants to go back on that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, uh, good. But, well, listen, I have to keep that up to date and it's a big job. <laughs> Good. Well, there you go. Um, you met Neil, didn't you, Paul? That's just for the listeners. I, I did yeah, meet Neil, yeah. So that was a strange moment. And, dog. So and we his just little know. dog. Yeah. Um, Darren, what about you? Well, if you had a, you've got loads of stuff here. I can see it on the stuff. I just went for it. Yeah, I'm having a great week. Just um, normally we, we go away on holiday, holiday if we have a week off. But this week we've had loads of just bits and bobs to do and um, just enjoying a bit of downtime, really. So we went to see Poets of the Fall on Friday, who are the old gods of Asgard from Alan Wake. They've released their single on YouTube. Um, go and watch it if you haven't already from the game. It's fantastic. Great 10 minutes. Did they, did they play that? No, no sadly. No. They did play a couple of songs from Control, um, but they haven't played any of the newest stuff yet. Right. So hopefully they, they will in the future um, because it sounds amazing. Uh, finished the fall of the house of usher which is mike flanagan's latest series for those who liked um haunting of hill house midnight mass stuff like that we really enjoyed it and um, thought it was brill been doing other bits and bobs really bought an air fryer which is my new favorite toy in the world so i've been using that um car passed its mot and the cat got muted so a nice um a nice mix oh we went to see the marvels as well not as bad as everyone's saying it is right. so I quite enjoyed it actually, because mainly because it was an hour and a half, it was about three hours long. Um, but yeah, it was all right. Maybe you don't have to rush the cinema to see it, but it's it's worth watching when it comes onto streaming. I think it's not too bad. What a list, Darren! That was impressive. I know. Oh, we finished Loki as well. That was good. That okay, was really good. Okay, yeah, good. I'll give that a go. It's um, the best week ever. Oh, it's really good, isn't it? Yeah. It's, it's, I don't yeah, know about his cat. He hasn't had the best week. <laughs> oh, he's fine. He's still got his little cone on to stop him scratching at his bits and stuff. But um, or where his bits used to be. But um, he's he's fine. Yeah. So we can we can take the cone off tomorrow. I think and he'll be he'll be all right. Oh, good. Well done, Darren. I like that. I'm really impressed by that week. I'm always winning an air fryer on emails. I don't think I've ever. I think one day I'll, I'll see the air fryer. You, you've got to buy yourself an air fryer. Just buy it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, what have I done this week? I've, I recommend a TV show that's been around for a while, but it's on its third series called The Morning Show. It's on Apple. I really enjoy it. Some great writing in there. And Jennifer Anderson, uh, Reese Witherspoon, and John Hams in this as well. Very, very good. Um, that's it. That's the weeks. That's a week. But what games have we been playing? That's the key thing here. Um, let's go to, let's start with Neil. Because you just put a one up on the site. It's very have, yeah, yeah. About an hour ago, my review for Teardown went live. Um, this has picked up, I think, quite a bit of interest through uh, the streaming community and Twitch and all that lot over on PC. Um, it's now come to console, but it, it's it's an open world kind of sandboxy, destroy everything that you want to destroy um, type of game with a mission structure built in as well. So um, I gave it four and a half out of five, Paul's favourite score. <laughs> but I was, I was waiting really, for that. <laughs> I was really impressed <laughs> with it. it um, it's been built, the, all the worlds are built out of like vo- voxel visuals, so it's very Minecrafty and very boxy like that. But absolutely everything is destructible. So you can take it down however you see fit, whether that's with a sledgehammer, um, firing a shotgun at it, jumping in a crane and swinging around the, the big arm or whatever, or just throwing kind of gas canisters at walls and things like that. Um, but yes, yeah, it's, it's really impressive, and there is absolutely tons of content in there. Massive mission uh, campaign missions, which I think run to about 40 levels, all with different kind of structures, so some of them you'll be needing to kind of level, uh, raise a, a building to the floor. Um, other ones, you have to steal somebody's sports cars and put them in the sea. But the problem being the sports cars are all, they're, they're all kind of um, hooked up to alarms. So as soon as you move one of them, uh, you get 60 seconds before the police come and get you. So you have to set everything up for your kind of your heist or, or whatever you're doing, and then kind of action it all within basically a minute. You, you can make that time a little bit longer if you want to make it a bit easier for yourself or a bit a bit harder, a bit shorter. 
Um, but yes, a really, really good game. And aside from the campaign, you've got a full sandbox uh, with a creative mode in there. So if you want to build stuff, you can. Uh, there's challenges, there's mods that have been brought over from PC. It's it's a huge game. It, it takes maybe an hour, hour and a half to kind of understand how to kind of approach everything. But once that kind of clicks you're, and you're away, then it's really, really good. Wow. Um, I really like the look of this. Um, how much is it, Neil? Can you remember? I think it's 25 quid. Oh, that's good. Which, which is an absolute bargain. There are, I think there are three versions, so the standard, deluxe, and ultimate. Um, I think the ultimate includes the season pass, and there's content promised into 2024, I think until the end of 2024. Um, and then you've got deluxe as well in between that, which adds some mod packs and stuff, I believe. Um but yeah, it's uh, very impressive indeed. Yeah, it does look great. Really good. Good. Um, any questions about Teardown? I have a question. Mm. <clears throat> um, so how does it go about making sure that the gimmick of knocking stuff down doesn't get boring? Is it just the variety of different implements yeah. you can use? Or what makes it... Well, no, there's, there's only... There's only maybe seven or eight tools that you get, and they unlock slowly as you go through the campaign. So you, you start with your sledgehammer, you get access to a blowtorch, um, you've got a spray can, which is surprisingly decent because you're going around this big area and you think, oh, yeah, I need to go there, I need to go there, I need to go there. And so you can kind of mark on the walls your kind of path of, di- of direction or whatever for when oh, you right. action it. Um, you've got a shotgun you've got um, gas canisters you've got a little throwing bomb things so you've got loads of tools to knock stuff down but not every mission requires you to knock stuff down so some of them you might need to um, get a safe that's that's in a building so you go over to the building knock a big hole in the wall first of all obviously because why use a door Um, (laughs) and then then try and work out how to move this safe so you might you might have like a a crane with a hook on the end so you might be able to get that in there um or you might use a forklift truck or or something but it's it's kind of like endless options really anything you can anything that's there you can use and it's just the fun is playing around and seeing what you can do does sound good looks good as well yeah yeah it's really detailed, actually, for a, like a voxel world. It's really detailed. And when you're, um, I was having a play around in the sandbox mode, and I was just chucking loads of gas canisters and whatever, and the whole place was on fire, and it, it looked really, really good. <laughs> I like that. There's other people making creative things. <laughs> it just sets the whole thing alight. I, I, I may have put in my review that the creative side of it wasn't quite for me. But some, but some of the the mods are quite clever. There's um somebody. I, I think the mods were all made on PC, and then the the devs bring them over to the console side, so you can download them for free. I think that's right. Um, but there's one of them that's you get given a load of cars and you have to just race them around a the track. But your car is attached to a bomb. So as soon as the timer goes down, you blow up. And so you've got you've got um, time pickups and whatever you can pick up on the way around this track. Really cleverly done. Really good. Wow. Good. Thank you, Neil. Um, Paul, what have you got? Hello. I have got another game that I would like to talk about. Uh, I've not seen this teardown. This sounds quite interesting. I might have to have a look for that one. Um, But I've been playing a game called Persona 5 Tactica. He says almost certain that that's what it was called. Um, Anyway, basically, you know, I'm a big fan of the Persona RPGs. Yeah. Um, I believe that you've taken the mickey out of me about that before. Um, what they've done now is taken all of the characters from the Persona games and put them into a tactical kind of strategy game almost. So I don't know if you're old enough to remember Final Fantasy Tactics. Well, I know you are, Gareth. I don't know about the other two. Um, But it's a similar situation to that. You take characters that you know 
you put them in an entirely different game world with different mechanics and fun ensues. The graphical style of the game is fantastic. It's really, really good. The gameplay is surprisingly deep. It's a proper tactical one where you can move a certain number of squares and then attack and the enemies then attack you and so on and so on. Um, and it's just absolutely brilliant. There's literally nothing wrong with it. And I had no hesitation in giving it a full house wow. when I reviewed it. Wow. So there you go. It's absolutely brilliant. Really, really good. Wow. I don't know what to say. What are, Darren, you could, Neil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> are you just shocked because it's not a four and a half Aaron? no I think he wanted to give it a four and a half but he felt worried about the 4.5 thing so he went for a five yeah that's the you know go big or go home as they say is it good it's brilliant mate it's really really good okay right I Would think I the art style is brilliant I the think art style really is, good is, art style yeah. Very, very good. The animation and everything is really good. There's so many different tactics you can use. You can mix and match your characters. Um, it's yeah, it's it's a proper persona game, but with a tactical edge, and it's it's really, really good. I'm looking at it now. Yeah, good. Darren, any questions? Any new any questions about that? Not really. I'm, I'm not really familiar with the Persona games. I know they're really popular and everyone's chuffed that they've made it over to Xbox. So it's something I need to dig into a bit deeper. But they all seem to get really good write-ups from, from Viewpool and from a lot of other outlets as well, to be fair. Mm -hmm. That's because they're all very good games, my friend. <laughs> Am I right saying that there's four of them now on Xbox? None this time last year and now there's suddenly four. Is that about right? Yeah, there's four and there's another one coming out soon as well. Another version of Persona 3. How this is what gets me. I don't understand how they can do this. How can you have Persona Five? I can okay. I can see Persona Five Tactica and Royal was the other one. Yeah, maybe. So what are they doing with Persona Three? Because that Persona was Three is the first one, wasn't it? Yeah, and now they're making one. I think the version's called Reload that they're making. Um, okay. I'm not entirely sure whether it's just a remake or or what, but. You know what, Persona 3 was a great game as well, as was Persona 4 Golden, I think it was. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, they're all very good games. So I'm looking where's, forward where's to Where's number one and two? That's what I want to know. I don't know. You would have to ask Atlas and Sony about that. I would do that right now. Excellent. Get on an email. <laughs> will, you be, will you be playing this, Neil? No, 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 not no, at all. No. No. Okay, there's, right. There's, there's too much story for Neil. <laughs> Uh, Darren, what have you been playing? Uh, well, on the subject of you're not playing games, uh, I've been reviewing indoor kickball this week, um, which is pretty much what it says on the tin. So basically, you play a game of kickball in and around different rooms of every the everyday house, so bedroom, bathroom, living room. And it works a bit like baseball. So the person who's pitching the kickball stands in the middle and throws it towards the kicker who replaces the batter, I guess, in a game of baseball. And you just have to kick it as hard as you can. And you have to run around each base and score runs before you get tagged out. Um, and you can get tagged out in various ways. So someone can hurl the ball at you. They can beat you to the base you're approaching. So you can get caught out that way. Um, they can tag these little ghosts which roam the field. I don't really understand what that's about, but that's also a way to get caught out. Um, and that's pretty much it, really. Um, you can play quick games um, or you can play a season mode, which is just a string of 1v1 games against a load of AI um, opponents. Rather interestingly, though, um, on like the splash screen when it loads up, there's four kids playing, but you can actually only play 1v1 as far as I could tell. And it does say um, 2v2 on the store page as well, but it is just 1v1, which I thought was a little bit misleading. Mm. Um but unfortunately, it's very much a one-trick pony. So smashing stuff is fun for a little bit, but there's very little variation to the game. You can unlock different like clothing and different. You unlock the different rooms to play in as you go, and um, so you can customize your characters. But to be honest, it all looks very bland for you wanting to use a, a, a kind of word. 
and it, it just kind of gets quite repetitive and boring quite quickly and it is about 12 or 13 quid I think as well so it's not the cheapest game out there um in terms of when you're uh, pitching the ball and 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 kicking it you do you are able to kind of have some influence over the direction of travel but it it doesn't really flow very well so it feels like the ball can just go anywhere and then it'll bounce around the room and there'll be a little yellow board around it so if you catch it when the yellow board is there you catch them out as soon as it touches the floor that disappears um but it can like roll along shelves and then washing up baskets and stuff without touching the floor so it can you can be caught out really really easily so i had to dial it down to easy to actually start winning some games because i found that the the ai was just catching me out all the time so yeah it's not not great to be honest a bit it 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 kind of doesn't have many ideas apart from smashing stuff up by kicking a ball around the house and it doesn't take it any further than that which is a which is a shame so i think i gave it a two and a half out of five in the end right blimey is is there any point does a parent come in and give you a clip around the ear for smashing stuff up no which would be good if they did because there are achievements and it says stuff like um Oh, get told off by dad, I think it is, or get told mm. off by mum, because you because this you can get an achievement for smashing like hidden items in the room, the hidden in plain sight, but you don't know which one it is to get the achievement, for example. Or you can kick the ball straight through the window and score a home run, which is like an instant you score that run. Um so it alludes to it, but it doesn't actually realise it. So it's just a kind of a very lazy way of doing it, I guess. That would be good, but no, doesn't happen. Oh, okay. Thank you. Good. There you go. Indoor kickball, game that none of us are going to play, but <laughs> poor Darren had to. Right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, let me talk about a game. Um, I'm talking about a game called. Well, I get to. I review a lot of horror games for the Xbox Hub. I generally review the horror games that no one else wants to do, and and sometimes there's some gems in there. Um, and I did a game called Stray Souls about three weeks ago that I thought might be a gem. It kind of looked interesting, but it's it wasn't a gem at all. It wasn't. Should have been great. a gem, shouldn't it? Yeah, it should have been. Oh, should um, have been. The the premise is you're this kind of eighteen year old who's inherited your grandma's house in sort of middle America, and you start the game in the house, and um, you 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 find some stuff about your grandma's past being involved in some kind of cult, and you you then get. You're an online sort of like dating chat for your chat to someone who's weirdly across the road in the house opposite and uh, who then turns out to be your sister and then joins in and then basically you're, it all goes to hell and your grandma goes to your grandma comes out to try to kill you and you, you, you flee the house and then you go on a sort of like Silent Hill early Resident Evil kind of campaign of shooting it monsters and everything Every, just everything about it is kind of borrowed it's the combat's awful the kind of puzzle bits of it those kind of Resident Evil puzzle bits they're the most interesting bits but there's not enough of that but the narrative is stuck and it's just buggy as hell so it's you've just got lots of shaking kind of frames as you're going up the stairs it's also just in the, in the narrative they sort of like did this great bit when the sort of grandma appears in the first level and it goes to the grandma sort of behind and it's like she puts a sort of like weird, it's really good, but puts her, he- uh, her head around corridors looking at him. And the guy goes, Oh my God! Ah, 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 like this. And then goes, oh, I'm just going to go off into the kitchen for a bit. And then goes, Oh my God! And then just oh, forget about that. And then goes off. So there's no, <laughs> no kind of like consequence of stuff. It's just really, yeah, it's just not great at all. It's just so underdeveloped and borrowed from too many things doesn't kind of work which is a shame it was a struggle a big struggle can, can i just jump in there mm. um yesterday a massive patch went out for the game mm. well that's three weeks after launch yeah that patch would might have helped with the kind of juddering but i don't think it helped with the story and the combat and things like that yeah so, i'm just looking at the patch notes now there's uh, quality of life improvements to the mechanics, the jump scares, the aiming, the boss fights. Daniel no longer sways, his overhauled visuals, there's an ability, inability to aim, there's adjusted flashlights, there's re recorded mm-hmm. stuff. There's, it is That's so nice. long, but 
should have been there at, at day one, shouldn't yeah, they? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Shot themselves in the foot. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah, there you go. Stray Souls. Maybe it's good. No, maybe it's great. What did you give it, Gareth? I think I gave it a two. I think the puzzle stuff was good. The puzzle stuff saved it. Um, mm. Because there's some good bits in there like that. And those kind of elements really work. There's a couple of really neat puzzles. And I kind of like just potting around this house at the beginning. But it's just when you go into combat and you're like, you know, suddenly you're just like, he's sort of going, I don't believe this. I don't believe it. Let's shoot a monster. Let's shoot another one. I don't believe it. Supernatural things don't exist. Bang, bang, bang. There's another weird thing that I've Is it Victor Meldrews in the game? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So reference all the kids will get. Yeah. Hey, I'm sure my age. <laughs> um, there they go. Stray Souls. Let's do another one. Let's do... Neil, have you got another one? I've got another one, yeah. Um, I've also been playing and just reviewed Berserk Recharged, which is the latest from Atari. Uh, they've been taking some of their older games from like the 80s, uh, recharging them and revamping them. So they've pushed out Centipede and Missile Command and Asteroids and I did oh, loads, loads of them. They've probably done eight or nine of them so far. And the latest one is Berserk, which originally came out in 1980 i think so probably atari 2600 maybe is that about then yeah 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 um and they've now pushed it out to the xbox and playstation switch and atari vcs as well i think um it is probably one of the better recharged games um i'm not sure whether that's because i've come into it really fresh i don't remember the original game I was only four years old in 1980, so I think they can let me off that. Um, but I really enjoyed it, and I kept, kept sinking the hours in, and it's just, like, really addictive. So you just play as a little guy who's got to get through a load of single screens. So you, you rock up in a room, you've got enemies in it, you shoot the enemies, you can then move on to the next room. You shoot the enemies, you move on to the next room. Um, for every enemy you kill, your combo builds, etc., etc., etc. Problem is, if you hang around for anything more than about ten seconds in a room, um, a guy called Otto appears, and he's just like a, a massive neon ball with a, a bit of a manic grin on him. Um, he's indestructible, so once he turns up, it's best to kind of leg it out of there anyway. And yeah, I had a lot of fun with it. It's it's got the usual recharged kind of structure. So there's a there's an arcade mode which is just um, endless. I think it's endless. I got to about level 48 or something like that. Annoyingly, there's an achievement for level 50, which I can't quite get to. Um, and then there's a load of missions which are kind of like handcrafted. So the devs have have kind of made this maze themselves that you have to work your way through. Uh, but yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. Looks good got kind of all the the neon lights and whatever that most of the recharge games come with and it just feels feels really fresh so yeah any mm. questions i can't remember this game at all from the I can't. No. i'm normally quite I, good about arcade games do you remember frenzy yeah i yes. remember that frenzy was the sequel to berserk now i i played frenzy because i think that was kind of mid 80s um but yeah, I'd, I'd never heard of Berserk before. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Good. I have a question, if I may. Mm. Go on, then. The recharge is an easy one. Um, well, it's an opinion one, so it's not a oh, general okay. knowledge test, don't worry. Um, it, looks, it looks like with Berserk, it might have found a new audience, and I guess that's part of the charm with this recharge series. Have you got any other games that have come out that you've kind of discovered for the first time or any on your wish list that you want them to give the recharge treatment to in the future? Um, I don't remember back in the 80s, so I, I don't have a wish list. I'll just be quite happy with whatever they throw out, really. Um, I've enjoyed playing Missile Command again. I used to love mm. that game and enjoyed that here. Uh, Centipede, Asteroids, the standard ones. There's one called, what was it? Was it Quantum? I think that Richard reviewed. That looks quite interesting as well. Um, I played that. I guess it's more yeah. of a Richard question, I guess. But yeah, just yeah. But no, I, in in terms of 
games that I want them to to recharge. No, I'm not the person to ask. I don't remember what happened in the 80s. The 90s have been since then, and you know, ask me what happened in the 90s either. <laughs> Fair enough. Horace goes skiing. That's not one of those, is it? No, <laughs> I no but, but yeah. there is there was a game that I reviewed two or three years ago that was exactly like it. Oh, really? <laughs> it was, in actual fact, it was called... Oh, was it called Horatio Goes Skiing or something? <laughs> yeah. Was it? Is that what it was called? Oh, well, hang on, need, look at that. Hang on, talk amongst yourself. Yeah. I need to find that out. Find that out. We're going to Paul's game. Paul, what have you yeah. got? Hello, my second game is called Achilles Legends Untold, and you won't be surprised to hear that it's set in ancient Greek, in ancient Greece rather, not in ancient Greek. That would be really hard to understand. Shoot your face. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, basically, I was quite surprised by this game. I didn't know anything about it going into it. I was kind of expecting it to be a sort of tactical strategy kind of game, but it actually turned out to be a an action RPG like Diablo, um, but set in ancient Greece and with Achilles as the hero. So you start off the story at the Siege of Troy and then you somehow end up being dead, um, but then kind of not dead. So you're stuck between the worlds and you have to try and figure out what's going on and how to get out of the situation. Um, The story of it was very good. The look of the game was really nice as well. It evoked the ancient Greek world very well. The only issue I had with it was that the combat felt numb. In Diablo, when you're attacking and using magic and swinging your sword about, you feel really powerful and it feels like you're hitting something. But in this game, it was all just a bit numb. There was a bit, there was a lack of feel to the combat. But other than that, it was a a very enjoyable game. And Mm. uh, I believe the review's live on the site now, and I gave it a four. Oh, good. Um, I'm <laughs> staying away from the four and a halves. <laughs> Why is that? Why are you doing that? Uh, yeah, just because people keep taking the mickey out of me, Neil. Um, oh. we'll, we'll, be, we'll arrange a call with HR afterwards, don't you worry. <laughs> okay. Again, I'm just here. Yeah, well, you know, I'd like to raise a complaint. <laughs> Neil, have you got any more information? Bullying in the workplace. But the Horace Go Skiing remake. Uh, uh, yes, it was Horatio Goes Snowboarding. Hey! That was the name of the game. <laughs> yeah. Was um, it inspired I, by any chance? <laughs> it was, well, yeah. I, I reviewed it in December 2021 and gave it a three out of five. Yeah. So, yeah, you if go. you want a bit of horoscope skiing, go and find that. Yeah, Horatio, that's, that's good. Um, Darren, what's your final game? Uh, so my second game today is a game called Thirsty Suitors, which caught my eye at uh, Annapurna's showcase. Uh, I think it must have been last year, first of all, and I think it popped up again this year. Um, but essentially, um, you play as a young lady called Jala, um, and she is she's come back um, to her hometown for the first time in a while, and she's got a string of exes. Um, so both male and female, she's got loads of exes that she's been with over the years, and um, the story kind of it kind of all revolves around her family, her relationships, her culture, finding herself. Um, but the way that they tell the story is brilliant. So, for example, you'll you'll bump into like exes, whether it's in like the local diner or out and about in the town um, and you'll enter like a battle scenario where you have to um, resolve your differences with them but it actually plays out as a, as a turn-based battle um, so you can pull off all sorts of different moves um, and she's very kind of acrobatic almost so she's flipping around everywhere and you can put status um, effects onto them so you can make them filled with rage you can make them thirsty as well for you um, and do all sorts of different things um, and it and it's very dialogue heavy, but it's really, I'm really enjoying it so far. I've only put a couple of hours into it, um, but it's very, very stylistic and it feels very um, genuine um, in terms of the characters that it's representing. I, I'm just really kind of hooked by it at the moment. And that's what I love about the games that pop up at the Annapurna showcases. They're all very kind of different arty style games. So this is from um, a studio called Outer Loop Games. 
and you you get around Jal is a keen skateboarder as well um so you get it's a bit bit of kind of like tony hawks in there as well mm. so in the open more open areas you can grind on rails and pull off combos and then there's certain areas where you can pull a finisher move to rack up points and i'm just really enjoying exploring the world and meeting all the characters at the moment so hopefully a review um will be up and live by the end of the week or so mm. It does look good, but is it could is it relatable to like say someone like me and Neil in our late thirties or or porn is late fifties? It looks a bit young to me. <laughs> Hang on a minute! Hang on a minute! You are in your late thirties. Yeah, yeah. It depends what you what you were like. Um, 10, 10, 20 years ago. Um, mm. So it, 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 it depends on your experiences, I guess. I think it's um, regardless of whether you personally identify with it, it's a charming story and the characters are really well realised and fleshed out. So the family dynamic's really good. Like the mum is very sassy towards her daughter as well, but there's clearly a deep, deep bond there because she left with a partner and has returned after that relationship went south, basically. Um, and you've also got um, what is basically your subconscious that talks to you at the same time. So there's a bit of internal dialogue going on and then dialogue with the characters. So um, it's, as I say, like it, it feels like it's got its own kind of unique identity, which in a very busy games market these days, it, it's less and less often where a game really grabs me like that. So I'm really enjoying it. Good. Thank you, Darren. Um, I've not really got another game to talk about. Uh, Anna Wake 2 is brilliant still. I haven't finished it. Oh, I'm it still is. loving it. Um, Spider-Man 2 is good as well. I'm enjoying that. Um, load screens are amazing. Um, but it's still Spider-Man. It's the same as the first game. But Has it's it really... annoyed you that it's two Spider-Man? <laughs> not, not as much as you. <laughs> no. <laughs> still, still annoyed me. I haven't played it this week. It's still annoying me. <laughs> Uh, but it's... I'm not going back until one of them disappears. <laughs> and they do disappear. You do go on your own little journey. Let's... Um, Let's talk about some news. And then we should talk about the big thing, the big reveal. Um, we don't know much information. Is First of all, the GTA, since we were last on, um, is a trailer for it is coming. Um, it's been rumoured. People have been having breakdowns on Twitter and socials about it for about a month. But it's uh, we're going to get a trailer for GTA 6 um, in December, which probably might be. People are, are saying it, they might do their own thing. But it might be connected with the what's it the Games Awards thing on the seventh? Is it called the Games Awards? Yeah, oh, Games yeah. Awards. Yeah. Um, so GTA Six trailer is coming. I know Paul hates GTA. I can't remember about Neil. I don't know about you, Darren. I, actually, um, I, I I don't hate it. I I enjoyed. I've enjoyed all of them. Hmm. Um, but I certainly don't go nuts about it. So I would. I personally like. To go back and play GTA One again, <laughs> yeah, like top proper, down properly, yeah, yeah properly. Top down was great. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. What do we do? You, I mean, it's a it's a strange one, isn't it? Because first of all, just about GTA Six, everyone's kind of speculating on what it's going to be, and you know, the, the rumor is they spent two billion pounds on it already, and it, it is when GTA Five came out ten years ago. It was still a kind of satirical thing about society, wasn't it? About um, then it was about Pop Idol and and um, yoga and the kind of like that California lifestyle. It's I think the world's maybe got a bit you know satire's a bit dead because the world is so mad as well. <laughs> it's satire, the real world's caught up with satire in a sense sometimes. So it's mm. it's. Do you think GTA were and the way Red Dead 2 went, which was much more of a kind of narrative and a quite a sort of human story in a sense about, you know, it's quite, a, you know, you still can go off rampaging if you want to, but it was quite a, a sort of like a really nice narrative in a sense or a very emotional narrative. Do you think they might go back to that? I'm sorry, do you think they might go back to the sort of GTA 5 wacky guy like Trevor and all that stuff? Would you feel like they might settle in a much more kind of serious story? It's hard. That's a good question. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with you that um, truth is stranger than fiction these days, definitely. Um, I I honestly don't know. I think that's a really good question. I think, like Neil, like I've, I've played GTA in the past. I've not, I'm not mad on it. I, I'm not one of these people who kind of still plays GTA online religiously and it's still got a huge following. Uh, the, the one I probably played properly 
most recently was actually four. I didn't really play five as much as mm. I wanted to. Um, but there's rumours that it's going to be set across different locations and stuff in this one. So I, I, I hope that it has, I hope that it keeps its kind of sense of humour. But I do like a really strong narrative. And I do like, for example, going back to Tommy Vassetti in Vice City, that was inspired by a load of gangster films, wasn't it? Like Colita's mm. Way and Scarface and stuff. So I do hope that they have a, a proper story and it's you know it, and, and it does focus on some key characters but i don't want it to get too gritty and too serious because for me that's not what gta is about um but at the same time the world is more sensitive these days as well so it's been a very controversial game hasn't it it's been kind of the people have tried to pin the fact that there's real life violence happening because of this game um so whatever they do i think they're probably going to have to think about it very very carefully and maybe this is why it's taken so long for them to kind of reveal anything and, and release it and also mm. the fact that five's been released over three generations and you could argue there doesn't need to be a gta 6 anytime soon they could they could not release it for four or five years and they'll probably be absolutely fine so. paul have you got any thoughts i know you don't like it I, I i literally couldn't care less there you go um, <laughs> Good. it's just not even a blip on my radar Ooh. gta is just i've tried to play them all and the last one I think I enjoyed was San Andreas. Um, but other than that, no, not all these recent ones just leave me cold. Good. There you go. That's from Paul. Um, Neil, do you think when you... It, I mean, I was thinking about GTA 3 the other day, which was released in 2001, and they just dropped it. I remember it was sort of like in the shops on a Friday. And no one knew yeah, about it. Yeah, but that's what ha- that's what happened back then. No yeah, but not as that they? was the matter. And Rockstar have always kind of done their own thing. Anyway, they've not really mm. gone the thing. I think there might be a surprise with this. Not that it's going to be released after the trailer at all, but I think they might. I think something will come with this that's completely different from anything else we've seen. They they're very good at that with Rockstar. And do you think? No. Um, y- yes. Yes. Good. <laughs> Again, I'm very much I'm not not quite a, as hating as Paul is on it, um, but I, I, I'm not really that fussed either. Really, um, I've always. Is it really that funny? Is it that wacky? Nope. Really? I don't think it's wacky. I think it was more satirical. I mean, yeah, I mean, but the character in the last GTA Five, the character is sort of Trevor. Was the most Tre- Trevor, uh, with Trevor a, but the yeah. other two were just yeah, were normal, guys. yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. But it was more that character, Trevor. You've never seen that in a video game before, and you never will. I've I mean, played Saints Row, yeah, but they Saints Row, it's like a it's like a it's like a Iceland of the GTA. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think on the kind of similar kind of um thread though when gta 4 5 when it come on so like you know 360 and then xbox one and stuff there weren't as many big games that game seems to be bigger these days anyway there's yeah. lots of big open games so i don't think gta comfortably will automatically sit on top of that particular mountain where it would have done in the past and so you know it was like seen as the king of open world games in terms of what you could do and you could go off and do the little side missions i think they're going to have to do something else to try and retain that you know because in four with cj and stuff you like manage your character stats or in red dead redemption go off and play a game of poker and stuff they're going to have to do something i think not not a gimmick but they're going to have to have something because uh, to to pull people in in the same way because there's so many huge. I mean, look at Baldur's Gate three for example. Mm. I mean, Ryan is obsessed with it, and I'm sure we'll talk about it in a bit. But yeah. you know, it's hopefully coming to Xbox soon. You know, there's going to be a lot out there. I think it's going to have to. It can't just rely on its heritage to be but the I, definitive. I, I agree with you completely. But the, the thing that you sort of we forget about that developer is they are very good, <laughs> and yes. they yeah. always yeah kind of like. And it's good that they've had this kind of like long, you know, they've what well, we had we had two Rockstar games in ten years, and they've put the time into this. You know, like when they did Red Dead, they were working on that for seven years. The actors were before it came out, so it's and we know I you know some people have been doing this on GTA Six, but I think I think you're right. I think they have to, and I think they hopefully they've been aware of that, and they I think, I think they were we see things that are that we've never seen before, maybe. 
I, I think you can be sure of one thing. They won't release it until it's ready. No. That, that's pretty much guaranteed. Yeah. Well, I remember the HD collection there, or whatever it was called. Uh, yeah, yeah. That was a bit of a oh, rare yeah. miss for Rockstar, wasn't it? Yeah. And I think rare miss, the only miss, isn't it, really? Where, uh, there was something else, wasn't there? There have been others. Did I imagine it? I think there was just a... It just was a bit of shaky ground for a bit, so maybe they're taking their time with this as well just to make sure that they get it right and kind of drip-feed information. I'm not sure if I agree with you, Gareth. I don't think there's going to be a deluge of information at once, but hopefully I'm proved wrong. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see on December. I'm the trailer for it. Um, another thing, as um, Darren's just going to reveal then, is the Baldur's Gate 3, which has been on PC, of course, and on PlayStation since September, is the developers have come and said, it's coming by the end of the year still, and you're going to know more at the Game Awards. So it looks like the hint is that we're going to get a release date then. Is that right? That's what they seem to be saying. I mean, I know Richard has a theory that maybe it will, it's a perfect opportunity to shadow drop it because Game Awards is on the 7th of December. It's saying it's going to be released this year. That's like three weeks left of the year. So potentially that could happen. Mm. I don't know. Game Pass? It does feel like that. It feels like that. I don't know about Game Pass. That's a good one. Good thought. I'm not sure. I'm, it's big. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, we're going to have to hold off, Neil, with the Game of the Year stuff because we've got to, that's got to be put in there, isn't it? It's, it's it probably be, will be. It's had yeah. very good reception on the other platforms. Yeah. But the well, thing maybe that they I like, up and release it then. <laughs> <laughs> the thing that I, I, for? I don't know if you guys saw the story that having to make it work for the Xbox Series S has actually resulted in them um, making it smaller on all the other platforms as well. I did see that. Yeah, yeah I thought that was that was quite a handy little thing there. So uh, yeah. thank you, Series S, for reducing the install size. Positive parity news. That's it. Absolutely. That's what we want. <laughs> Good. Well done, Paul. I like you seeing the, the light through the darkness. Um, I'm, I'm like a little ray of sunshine, Gareth. Um, every week. Every week. That's um. There's been a, a couple of uh, just a couple of game things. Um, we we thought 14th that um, Ark Survival game, which we talked about last week, was coming out on the 14th, and then it wasn't. As the 14th came and went, um, we realised it's not coming out, and they've said um, they've slightly delayed it on Xbox due to some unexpected issues. Um, I think they said it's coming at the end of the month or maybe December again they haven't really said I think um, that's going to be a mess in that game for a while it's very small delays isn't it it's like, oh it'll be released in a few days oh no it'll be next week oh no it won't be this week it'll be next week Yeah, it does feel I, I don't know what's going on but I've never known a game to have such short-term delays and have them sequentially like this normally they'll just give themselves a few months so i, I don't know what's stopping it coming out but there's, there's something going on gangs gangs of sherwood that keeps getting pushed back by a couple of weeks each time is that, oh, is it? yeah i think that's currently now slated for the 30th of november but it's all very quiet it wouldn't surprise me if that one slips to next year as well right okay um, we the game I completely forgot about until I saw the kind of news things with uh, the Suicide Squad game. <laughs> oh yeah, back in twenty twenty one again, are we? Or whatever it was when that was revealed. Yeah, <laughs> um, and that's um, that's coming out in February. I think I forgot about this because all the pre order stuff is out, like the different um, boxes and everything else. Um, but yeah, it's coming February the second, twenty twenty four. That wasn't on my radar at all for next year. Um, the game that got a bit of a bad, well, we sagged a lot, didn't we? When we saw the kind of like the PlayStation showcase of it, yeah, yeah, um, mm. online only and all that, business. yeah, it, um, yeah. I mean, hopefully, that's gonna be good. We'll see. Hopefully, we're gonna have something. It's not, I might get on my nose a bit, but yeah, we're, we'll see. But that's February the 2nd. It's looking busy at the start of the year, actually. It's quite a few bits and bobs coming out, isn't it? There is. It's that Prince of Persia game, I'm getting more and more excited about actually as well. Yeah. You know the cel shaded one. Yeah, mm -hmm. I think yeah, they can push that back, Darren. Don't worry. 
Oh no, I know it's Ubisoft, but please now. Yeah, they, they can do it. <laughs> it's just coming out just after Skull and Bones, right? <laughs> Very good point. Um, yeah, so we, we'll probably get some more dates and stuff in that first quarter on the Game Awards, probably, won't we? There'll be a lot of kind of like. I feel odds. like that. you're right. I don't think there's going to be lots and lots of big reveals, but yeah, kind of more concrete information on a lot of ongoing projects. I, I think you're right there. Should we have a look at quickly the Golden Joystick Award winners? Did you ever look at this list? Um, anything nope. that anything you didn't look at that, did you, Paul? Jeez, I didn't look. At I it, had a look. Thank you, Darren and Neil. Didn't oh, look you're at such a good I've, I've had a look. Oh, there you go. Good. You lie. Oh, oh. No, I'm, I'm, looking, I'm looking right now. <laughs> there you go. So you haven't had a look until just when Gareth mentioned it. <laughs> uh, you, know. you could have just styled it out, Paul, but you've revealed your hand now. And you, uh, do you know silly. what? Honesty is always the best policy, mate. <laughs> Um, Borders, oh. Borders Gate seems to have got quite a lot. Oh, actually, no, it's quite a variation of stuff. They got Borders Gate did storytelling, best visual design, um, best game community, um, PC game of the year. So it wasn't that much, and it, but it was the ultimate game of the year. Still playing award, No Man's Sky. I really like that. God, No Man's Sky. <laughs> hours of that. Um, and best game expansion, Cyberpunk. I've still got to play that. Twenty seventeen. That that will be my next year when it gets to it. Sea of Stars. Has anyone played Sea of Stars here? Best indie game? No. no. Not yet, no. no. Um, I was um, glad to see Cocoon, though, um, break through award. Yeah. Although they spelt it wrong here. And um, Alan Wake 2 got Critics' Choice Award. It's a bit like the BAFTAs and the Oscars, this, isn't it? It gives you an idea of probably what's going to do well at the Game Awards, because people widely think Game of the Year is between Baldur's Gate 3 and Alan Wake 2. So yeah. it'll be interesting to see. Yeah. which comes out on top um interesting that resident evil 4 got playstation game of the year though <laughs> yeah, i don't understand that's multi-platform so i don't understand. we're a starfield yeah. but xbox Get are it, you saying that there's been no playstation exclusives this year is that what you're saying well spider-man 2's come out hasn't it i was going to say oh, spider-man yeah. one and a half though didn't it horizon so. came out in february i think final fantasy well received final fantasy yeah there's not been like as many as there have been in previous no. years, I don't think, but I just find that odd. Yeah, no, it is really odd. Honest. Um, I'll so, just pick a couple out yeah. on that list. Go on. Yeah. Uh, best gaming hardware, PSVR 2. <laughs> Good we, we saw oh. that. That's the only one I wanted to pick out. I just saw it there. What was the best yeah. Xbox game? Um, Starfield. 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 Oh, there you go, then. That makes sense, doesn't it? But I think Starfield fans were a bit annoyed they didn't feel like they got they didn't get the recognition it did but mm. yeah um but yeah it's there that's the list that was okay no no complaints um one bit bit more bit of news before we go um this is for paul it's the only bit of news he's put on since 2021 <laughs> uh <laughs> england win the euro fishing championships is this like the game They've won the game. Tell us about it, Paul. No, no, no. They're basically, there's there's a new championship just come out, uh, the Euro Feeder Championships. And it, the inaugural event was held in England. And England not only won the contest, English anglers came the one, two, and three in the individual tables <laughs> as well. So they absolutely battered the rest of Europe. So, so I, I thought Where, this was where's gay- bank holiday. Uh, well, you know, we have to wait and see. The world. So we're taking down I'm, Europe. I thought this was game connected. Yeah. And this is just a fishing story. I thought it was game connected. I thought it was something. <laughs> no, I thought it was connected no, no to the game fishing game. You, you said you wanted news. You didn't say it had to be game related. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. So there you go. We can talk about politics if you want, though, because uh, Labour's in the middle of a meltdown, it appears. So I'm quite excited about that. Yeah, because it's all it's all going well for the yeah, human rights, isn't it? Listen, the old conservatives, Ricky Sunak looks like a steady hand now with the mess that Keir Starmer's making. Did I tell so, you he waved at me once? He did. Yeah, yeah, Keir Starmer as well. He'd be waving oh, us all from yeah. that bar. In the, well, I'm, in the I'm glad that England is well at fishing or whatever. Yeah. England are the best at fishing. That's Great. all you need to know. Yeah, well done, England. Well done, well England. <laughs> Oh, Come on, Ingerland. Sweet Caroline. Yeah. I'm still looking for me, me bank holiday. Yeah. One like, day. This is like when you ask someone to do the hoovering in the living room and they throw the hoover through the living room window and say, 
that's the problem. I can't. I don't know how to use it. It's like Paul with this. So we won't have to do another news item ever again. Is that something that happens in London a lot? That yeah, Hoover's just get slumped. They do. Under. They do. Yeah. Um, what are we looking forward to next week? You like? Um, let's start with Darren. Oh dear. Uh, well, from today actually, I've cheated a bit. So uh, the final series of The Crown is on Netflix. Um, part one four episodes i think it is and then part two is or oh, second week of december i want to say um so obviously with the final series it's got diana in it and covers her death and stuff so i'm very much looking forward to to how they kind of portray it because i think it's elizabeth debiki she's called she's fantastic who plays diana she's uncanny um so i think that'll be good um and then we're just having a few people over saturday for some drinks and some games and stuff so looking forward to a chilled rest of the week good uh, what about you neil um, I'm looking forward to playing next week Train Valley 2 Community Edition. I really enjoyed playing Train Valley 1 a few years back, so that's coming uh, to Xbox next week. Um, I'm going to see Jules Holland on know, Saturday or Sunday. Um, Ooh. Not really sure if I like Jules Holland, but I had the option to go and get a ticket, so I thought, yeah, I'll take it and see what he's like. Um, so, yeah, so hopefully he'll be half decent. Are you, is he performing or are you seeing his show get recorded? No, 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 no. He's, he's performing. Oh, he's right. on stage with his piano and his band. Oh, cool. So, I quite like Yeah, like I say, I'm, I'm not... Yeah, I, I, you know, you watch him New Year's Eve like everybody does, but um, then he disappears mm-hmm. for the year. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I'm quite interested to see what he's like. So, yeah. Good. What about you, If you just said oh. to me... Get, I'm, I'm just sorry, I was going to say, if you just said to me, guess which concert I'm going to next week, Jules Holland would not have even been on the list. Would it not? That's, no, you just, uh, you know, what I know about your musical taste from our discussions yeah. we've had before, I'm, I'm finding that surprising. 1990 so, uh, skate punk and nothing else, yeah? Is that what um, yeah, pretty much, yeah. Paul, do you know what? Yeah, I, did look at, I did look at um, Green Day tickets for Wembley, uh, £278 for standing. I didn't really Ooh. fancy that, wow. so... Yeah, it's three pound fifty to see Jules Holland, is it? <laughs> I, can't, I can't remember how much he was. It's just maybe. down the dog and duck. <laughs> fifty quid, maybe fifty quid, something like that. I was more shocked by Train Valley Two Community Edition. I'm looking forward to that. That was the one that shocked me more. I always thought this segment of the podcast we're meant to talk about the games well, we're looking good. forward to next week, and. Well, there we go. So that's what I'm looking forward to. Good. Thank you. Thank you for keeping yeah. up on track. Paul, what about you? What games are you looking forward to next week? What games am I looking forward to next week? I'm quite looking forward to the DLC for Remnant 2. Because well, that I'm came out really... this week, so there we go. Well, yeah, but I haven't got it yet, so I'm still looking forward to it. All right. Um, and what other games for, am I looking for, forward Forza's to? Forza's got a new track? DLC new yes. track? Forza's oh, new yeah. track is actually it's actually been released. So that big patch we were chatting about, Neil, is obviously out. Yas Marina is now in the yeah. game. Yeah, so will it let us play play races? Play races. It worked that... all right last time, didn't it? It didn't throw mm. us out. So yeah, but it's, it's when Darren turned up, it, it kind of went a bit. Well, it's, up, it's it? dodgy internet, isn't it? That's what it is. Mm. I'm not getting so, on, I'm not getting on this game till it's patched. It's patched. Yeah. So get on it, Gareth. Yeah. Only 120 gigabytes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We need to see you in the game, Gareth, anyway. So um, I am looking forward to... I'm gonna, I am gonna. need to go back to Starfield and spend some time with... I'm, I'm, I'm going to finish Alan Wake 2 and then I'm going to go, right, Starfield's my couple of months on Starfield because I feel like I, I just stopped too early and it's just review games and it, I don't. I feel like it's it's gone off my radar a bit. Especially coming up to our game of the year. I haven't played it at all. Number six in your game of the year. Uh, well, I know. It. <laughs> it's, it's not my game of the year. Because I feel like it could be. But I've not played the bloody thing. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I might have to be editing this list. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That is uh, quite a brutal takedown. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, have a look at it. Um, I'm going to just take everything out and just put Exo Primal in for all 10. Oh, God. Oh, God. Jesus Christ. Uh, right, gentlemen, thank you very much. Um, now, if you need to get hold of you, where do we get hold of you? Neil? Oh, um, 
Instagram, I guess. Neil three six three. Try that one. <laughs> it's like I love the way we're all just giving up on socials now. Like the world, we're like, oh, do we want to? I, I, oh, no, I really don't. I really don't get socials at all. I don't understand. I know Darren. Likes Darren's good. Darren. Darren. Yeah, but I, I don't understand. Um, Darren, where can we get you? Uh, so Twitter is the place and my handle is at 27Darren and Paul what about you? Uh, I am also on what was formerly called Twitter uh, and threads and my handle <laughs> is at Xbox of Paul it's like Twitter if the people on it weren't awesome <laughs> <laughs> person on it you should say <laughs> well yeah <laughs> um, and you can find me on other things at TV Twitch things. Um, but for now gentlemen thank you very much and we'll see you next week bye bye goodbye bye. you've been listening to the official podcast of the xboxhub.com we had found all the notes of the show at www.thexboxhub.com slash podcast you can also check out our social feeds on Instagram and Twitter at the Xbox Hub and search for the Xbox Hub on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs>